Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, I'd give a rat's ass about Twitter. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Tuesday, Takes on Takes edition of the show. We've got some fun stuff to get into today. Kyle, welcome to the show. Thanks, Joe. I know we have some pressing information that we need to release yes. right here off the get. You, you gave me some breaking news before we started today's show that has just rocked my world. Yes, yes. So Twitter, Twitter.com, is planning to remove the ability to like tweets in what the platform is calling a radical move that aims to improve the quality of debate on the social network. Kyle, your immediate reaction to this. I don't give a rat's ass about Twitter. (laughs) You nailed it. You nailed the, uh, the fart noise. Man, I'm just upset with all the passive aggressive people out there that, uh, are, you know, we go get into some debates you know, once in a while, a little Twitter debate. Those passive aggressive people that like to favorite those tweets or like them or whatever the word is, not going to be able to do that anymore. It's very sad. Yeah, very it's sad. too bad. Yeah, I don't know what those people are going to do. They're going to have to find a new way to uh, feel feel sorry for themselves on the Twitter. Might have machine, to just reply, say know. something. Yeah. yeah, I know. Treat it like a man. Speaking of sad news, Kyle. Go ahead. Hugh Jackson is gone, Joe. They finally did it. They finally fired Hugh. I can't believe this is actually the time after everything that we've been through, one in 31, it took for this team to get to mm, 336 and one. one. Thank you. Yeah. That's 33 games under 500. Well,. I think that speaks for itself, doesn't it? 488th out of 494 in terms of winning percentage in NFL history. Yikes. Bad. That's bad, Kyle. It's bad. It's almost like this should have been done like two years ago. Yeah, so that's what, well, that's the that's a tricky part because on one hand, we're, we're never going to understand why Hugh Jackson entered the 2018 season as a head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Has obviously something to do with ownership and that being mandated. Stupid, whatever. But I applaud them for the timing now. Get it done now, and you start this search immediately. You have an attractive position. You have draft capital, young players. You have Baker Mayfield, and there's a lot to like about this opening. Um, so kudos to them for getting it done and getting ahead on the coaching search. Yeah, and that, that guy's going to have great job security because their owner believes in like 36th chances. <laughs> so that's a plus. Uh, quick hot take. Quick hot take here. Quick Lincoln Riley. Link, Lincoln Riley will not be the next head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Nor should he be. Yeah, just remember that's where you it. heard that's, that. That's, yeah. that's all I got. Because we've got, what, like 12 takes to get into here from the people? Yeah, we got a lot of takes today. Yeah, let's, let's get to them. All right. Let's see. I got pick of the litter, right? You do. I think you're leading off to me. All right. Walker. Walker's a Tur- Turtle listener. man. Yeah. Turtle man. Turtle Man says Yadni Kajust is the better prospect than either Scott France or Dalton Risner. That is, Kajust is the West Virginia offensive tackle versus both Kansas State offensive tackles. Also, Andre Dillard is a much better prospect than either Greg Little or Mitch Hyatt. 
hashtag w w v u take hashtag yes. takes one takes thank you walker um yeah i i agree rodney yadney kajus is a better prospect than both scott france or dalton risner particularly at offensive tackle uh Fr- france is fine he's a mid-round guy risner i think is a top 50 player at guard i don't think he's going to make his hey Playing outside in the NFL level, I love Kajust's upside, his physical tools, his length, his mobility. All that stuff is really, really exciting. Some technical stuff to work with his set points. But other than that, man, I think he's a really nice ball of clay. He's got enough power uh, for me to get behind him. The second part of this, Kyle, I need to do a lot more work on Andre Dillard uh, to speak to that. But I can tell you that um, I, I don't know much about him, but I do know Mitch Hyatt. And I don't think he's an NFL rosterable player at offensive tackle. So the, our friend Jim Nagy, new uh, director of the Senior Bowl, put out a tweet over the weekend that said that Mitch Hyatt would get a look at center uh, should he go to the Senior Bowl. Um, and I think that would be good because this guy, he's not, he is not going to make it outside the NFL level. Greg Little, obviously, he's likable, but a technical nightmare in a lot of ways. But his physical tools give you reason to believe you know, there's something there. So I don't, I don't have much to say about the second half of that. But yes, Kajust over France and Risner, I, I am there. I, I am for that, Kyle. Good take, Joe. Good yeah. take all around. Yeah, Walker, good one from him. So, all right, Kyle, we got some fun stuff here. Zach Steigerwald, he says, small sample size, but Trace McSorley isn't the best quarterback on his team. Of course, referring to the Pennsylvania State Nittany Lions. That honor belongs to Tommy Stevens, which is a great quarterback name, by the way. So, Tommy Stevens is the best quarterback on Penn State, and it's not Trace McSorley. Well, I know Trace isn't very good, (laughs) so so there's that. I don't know a lot of what Tommy Stevens has to offer. I know he's a lot bigger than Trace. He looks like a prototypical passer, and he's a a pretty good athlete. Uh, Stevens has gotten some reps. They've kind of moved him around the offense to manufacture him some reps all around, but uh, Tommy's just too unknown for me to be able to say whether or not he's a better quarterback than Trace McSorley, but I can tell you, uh, Trace would not be a priority player for me if I was drafting day three quarterback talent. Next day some hill, Kyle. Next day some hill. Yeah, I know we did get that take, <laughs> didn't we? Yeah, last week. Well, maybe you want to go see Trace McSorley, the next Taysom Hill. Or maybe you want to go see Taysom Hill. Go fly to New Orleans and watch the, the next great Hall of Fame player get out on the field. I get a great opportunity for you to do so. Thanks to our friends over at Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans with live entertainment with experiences that will last a lifetime. Trust me, you go watch Taysom Hill play football, you will never, ever, (laughs) ever forget it. With Vivid Seats, listeners can watch their favorite teams and artists perform in person. Vivid Seats helps fans find their seats to any of their favorite live events, including sports, concerts, theater, and more. Vivid Seats offers great prices and an easy purchasing experience. With our podcast code locked on, listeners can receive $200 off orders of $200 or more if they are first-time customers of Vivid Seats. So go to the App Store or Google Play on your smart device and download the Vivid Seats app. Enter promo code locked on and receive $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. As always, Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed by a 100% guarantee. We will be right back after you stew over which Taysom Hill game you want to go see for more takes on takes. Joe, let's rock and roll, baby. 
Yeah, we got a bunch to get to. Yeah, we got some good ones. I got one from uh, Kieran Flood. It says, CJ Mosley is not getting paid by the Ravens. He thinks he's a liability in coverage and that the Ravens will draft a linebacker in the 2019 NFL draft. Ravens, uh, number one defense in the NFL, um, and they have a liability and coverage in C.J. Mosley in the middle. I, you know, look, um, I, I can't get behind this. I like C.J. Mosley a ton. I think he's a top five linebacker in the NFL. Uh, I think he does get paid. I think, you, you know, Baltimore is going to do a good job of keeping their own. And um, I, I don't think I don't think that you're going to see Mosley playing elsewhere anytime soon. All right, Kyle. Um, here we go from Peter Dadswell. This will be the first of two today from Peter Dadswell at Dadders. The three Florida NFL football teams will be in search for and start the 2019 season with a new quarterback. I like it. I don't disagree with it. I actually think there's going to be some incestual exchanging here. <laughs> I that's my hot take to the take here on tot takes on takes one of the starting quarterbacks from a Florida team will be the starting quarterback for a different Florida team in 2019. Mm. So I think Pete, I think Peter is on the straight and narrow here. I think he's got this down pat and I'm going to one up him. So datters, I need to hear from you. I need you to tell me which one you think it's going to be. Joe, one from Scott Ramsey. Takes on takes for your podcast. Calvin Ridley will have two times as many touchdowns (laughs) as the entire Buffalo Bills receiving court combined by the end of the 2018 NFL season. Well, how many does he have right now? Uh, Uh, This is something I need to know. Almost twice as many, I think. Actually, wait, no, he's got... Six. He's got six. Six. So he does right now. So you figure entering, what, mon- entering Monday Night Football? Oh more. yes, and Derek Anderson is about to light this thing up. But keep in mind, folks, this is recorded before the Bills and Patriots play on this glorious Monday Night occasion. All right, so Calvin Ridley sitting with six touchdown catches already this season. Buffalo has oh gosh, eight games to play. Um, Calvin finishes around ten. Oh yeah, Calvin Ridley will score more touchdowns. Receiving touchdowns, two, two then. times as many. Oh no, two times. No, yes, that's crazy. Oh, that's we're crazy. halfway home, brother. No, that's that's too much. That's too much. He'll do it. He'll do it, but not Sad. two times. Yeah, that's too Joe much. Joe Marino scared to be great. It's too no, bad. No, I I just I'm. Come on, they still got. They still have to play games. I'm like it's. Just, yeah, they do. <laughs> if Cal, Calvin Ridley winds up with double. The touchdowns oh, of the I Bill- like where the, this is going already. Let me hear do the, you? the end of this sentence. I don't know what the end result's going to be. I don't. I haven't figured that out yet. But that would be very shocking. You want to put it on the list? No. I mean, do you want to? I'll. You want to take that on the? No, on the I don't want to put it on a head to head. This feels okay. like if if Ridley does it, you have to do something. Okay. First well, of all, you can start by getting that dog of yours to pipe you down. You know back what? There. Look, there's someone outside. I don't want to tell you. Why don't we put that put that back on our friend here that um, that gave us the take? Scott, if that happens, what do I have to do? Yeah, let's negotiate this, Scott. It's uh, at X Never Broken X on Twitter, uh, Scott. We are relying on you to get back in touch with us and negotiate this because okay. this, this has the potential to be great. <laughs> it's up to him. I'll take it. I don't because I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's realistic. Okay, let's go. All right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All 
All right, so I need to give one to you, Kyle. This one comes from Seth Michaels. By the end of the year, Shea Patterson, the Michigan quarterback, will be a first-round pick. No Haskins, no Herbert. Who else? I guess the real meat of this is Shea Patterson will be a first-round pick. Well, Shea would also have to declare. Yeah. So there's a level of unknown here. And I know there was some impression coming into the year that like, if Shea performed well, he would be one and done. But at the same time, Shea's undersized. Michigan has really thrived by getting their offense off of the arm of Shea Patterson. I'm not buying this. I don't think he checks enough boxes. I think he's played well this year. But I don't think he checks enough boxes to declare early, even with the quarterback drought and the uh, limited options quarterback position. Uh, I don't think teams will get that desperate to take a player like Shea who has some likable traits, but I don't think he meets their baselines in certain areas. And for that reason, I disagree with that take. Our boy Dalton, Jake Fromm will not be a top tier quarterback prospect because he lacks the baseline physical tools to attack the entire field. Mm. I'm not, I'm not enamored with Jake Fromm's physical tools. Um, So I'm there. I don't think he's got like, Ryan Finley, Nate Peterman physical tools. I think he's probably above that. Um, I think he deserves a lot of credit for what he's done at Georgia. And I, and I think part of what maybe holds him back at times is the scheme, but we saw what he could do in that Florida game uh, in distributing the football down the field as well. So I, do I think this is going to be a guy that, you know, like Trevor Lawrence Tua, Tagovailoa, those guys like that's, those are the next like, great prospects it appears at quarterback i don't think Fromm deserves to be in that discussion but um in that second tier for sure and and i think it's worth noting that second tier quarterbacks often get drafted in the first round now he doesn't have the trump card of physical traits but he has good enough physical traits um that i think i think a team will like him so um sir 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 yeah i need you to stop talking Okay. Why did you send me these Oregon uniforms mid-show? Because <laughs> I knew you'd want to see Holy them. Holy shit. These we, are amazing. We interrupt the, <laughs> the podcast these because are Kyle clicked the link. You're supposed to be focused on this you, podcast, Kyle. You can't send me a uniform <clears throat> kit and expect me not to look at it. It's the all-black Oregon uh, Jordan brand uniforms, and these things are hot. They are piping hot. I want to go back for a master's and, and enroll in Oregon just so I can have an excuse to buy this. Kyle has no Black idea helmet, what I said. <clears throat> Matt Black Helmet. Yeah. With the You have no idea what links. I said about Jake Fromm, but you you do like these Oregon uh, uniforms here. I just don't understand why you would send this to me right now. Thought there was a small chance maybe you'd wait until after the podcast so recording nice. to click the they're link. so nice. Okay, we like, got our threads on threads for studs and duds, right? Which was a great column this week. Check that thing out, man. Your your <laughs> your yeah, analysis on Mike, <laughs> you did your your Mike Gundy and Tom Herman analysis was analysis was fun. So make sure everyone goes and checks that Listen, out on the draft real, network. Real quick, the Brecklin yep. Hager thing pissed me off because it's like, dude, you're the most. And I didn't want to say this in writing because I think there's a more likely chance Brecklin Hager comes across my writing than this podcast episode. <laughs> But you are stiff as a board. You're lined up outside the tight end. What on earth makes you think you're going to get any sniff of a quarterback kneel from that far away from the ball? It's just dumb. 
I got you. I did it in high school, so I'm I'm always very hesitant. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. I did it. Oh, geez. and it was bad, Kyle. He took a knee, and I still hit him. It was not. It was you not, hit a knee down quarterback. Yes, I did. You're a monster. I am. I, I look. I've I regretted. I shouldn't have done it. I got caught up in the moment. I didn't want to lose the game. Shouldn't have, should not have done it. Uh, but I did it. So I'm always like want to be critical of the guys that <laughs> that do it. And then I'm like, yeah, that was me one time. So. The worst thing I ever did was I earholed a guy on a punt return. Um, the ball bounced and it went straight up in the air, and our returner was like thinking about touching it. And I earholed a guy like from the side and got flagged for fifteen. But hmm. to be fair, it was one hell of a block. You got your money's worth. I, I hope yeah, that's, that's right. good. I did. I did. I still got that tape somewhere. I might have to dig that out. Yeah. Yeah. Where where were we here? I was talking about Jake Fromm and how he's got modest physical tools, but he's a second tier quarterback. My dogs right. are continuing to have takes, and you love the Oregon uniforms, and it's time for me to give you a take. Yeah, give me a take, and then go shush those dogs up. All right, here we go. Um, okay, from from Thomas Cavanaugh, he says, if you had to win a game with Ole Miss's offense against Bama oh, to save geez. your life, to save your life, Kyle, and you had to choose between Nick Fitzgerald, Jalen Hurts. Felipe Franks or Malik Rogier to be the quarterback. Who are you taking to beat Bama with the Ole Miss offense to save your life? Oh, my immediate reaction is rest in peace me because <laughs> it's not going to happen. Okay. So you think about the, the kinds of quarterbacks that have given Alabama trouble. You have to have some two-way mobility. So Rogier is out, not mobile enough. Franks is out. Not mobile enough. So I got hurts and fits. Can I trust either one of these guys to throw the football at all? Not really. So that's not a great start. Um, I can probably get a little bit more of a power element between the tackles with Fitzgerald. And he can at least hit the broad side of a barn. So I'm probably going to side with Nick Fitz over Jalen Hurts in the finals of this decision on who gets to end my life. I'd go Hurts. Wide receivers. you go Hurts? i go Hurts. I didn't give a second of thought to Rozier. Not a second. No, Horrible. No, no. Franks is clearly the third best in this group. Uh, and then I would actually go with Hurts. I think I actually think he is a better runner than Fitzgerald. Maybe we'll have to put this all Madden and sim it out like what we did mm. with our um, – all division teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great time, by the way. Whose team it was? Whose it team it was so good. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching that. Oh, that's that's right, mine did. That's right. Uh, so we got a couple more, right? I think we got two we more. Do. Two more. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two more written takes down. Yeah. I have to give you Amber's take. Amberello okay. six. Candy corn elder. That is all. Now I don't have any extra context. <laughs> I don't. I know there's candy corn and corn elder, and Ander gave us the candy corn take from last week's show. Uh, so I'm just going to give yeah. that to you, and I want you to take that in whatever way you choose. Uh, and Amber, uh, keep pounding Panthers fan. Um, uh, I guess corn elder, uh, Captain Munnerlin got injured yesterday, so maybe he's going to play some here. I don't know. I don't know what to do with this, other than I continue to maintain that candy corn is disgusting. And. Um, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry that people eat it. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do with that, Kyle. I just no apologize idea. for it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, okay. Tell everybody 
about our friends from Swap.com who are sponsoring today's podcast. Isn't it crazy how much we pay for new brand new name clothes? Why do we buy kids clothes and they're just going to outgrow them in a few months? Would it not be great? There was a place to discover some awesome discounts on gently used clothes. Well, folks, there is Swap.com. It's the world's largest consignment and thrift store. You can stop stop driving to the store and taking time sifting through the racks. You can easily sift through millions of clothes, millions, folks, in seconds on Swap.com with the easy-to-use filters to find exactly what you're looking for. Over 14 million tons of textiles are wasted each year. Shopping secondhand at Swap.com helps prevent textile waste from polluting the environment, which is something you can feel really good about when you choose to shop with Swap.com. Swap.com is the world's largest online consignment and thrift store. With Swap.com, you can save up to 90% off retail prices on your favorite brands like Lululemon, Carter's, Nike, J. Crew, and Gap. They are quality hand-specced items that are added to the inventory daily. If something doesn't fit you guys, don't worry. They uh, they allow you 30 days hassle-free returns, uh, so no worries about the things fitting not as you would like. Uh, we do have a special offer for our listeners. You can get 35% off selected items with your first order with our promo code locked on again swap.com our promo code locked on gets you 35% off select items on your first order with our promo code and they have new deals coming every day on swap.com's homepage thanks so much to swap.com for sponsoring today's podcast and we're going to close out these takes on takes right after this all right Kyle you ready we got getting to the end of the line here yeah, I just wanted to make sure you gave our friends at Swap some love. That's yeah, all. I did. I, I was thinking about them. Um, Peter Dadswell, Kyle. This is a this is a meaty one here. So this guy, listen, listen up, listen up. He gets two takes in at Datters. Here it is: preseason 2019 Dolphins cut trade Ryan Tannehill. Finally, the Finns fans can look forward to a new exciting era of Dolphins football. So a so certain far, so dra- good. a certain draft network LLC. That was the Twitter handle. You can just say Draft Network. You don't have to do LLC, people. Staff member is besides himself with excitement. Yes, I am. Somebody's excited. Wow, okay. In the 2019 draft, Herbert and Haskins remain on the board. The Dolphins trade up to ensure they get their franchise quarterback. And with the fifth pick in the 2019 NFL draft, the Miami Dolphins select Auburn quarterback Jarrett Stidham. Kyle Krabs promptly, tra- promptly trashes his laptop and throws more furniture out of his window than Antonio Brown, allegedly, while you, Joe, chuckle that the F- Bills finally have, might have a superior quarterback. <laughs> what do you even say to that? If this materializes, this is a very accurate representation of exactly how this is going to go. Now, I will say, for whatever reason, the Dolphins do like bad SEC football players in the first round. That's why they drafted <laughs> Charles Harris. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe maybe this is the next step in my evolution to being a full-fledged L.A. Rams fan. I don't know. Feels good to be an L.A. Rams fan right now, by the way. Sure does. Yeah, lifelong. Thank you, Ty Montgomery. Yeah. yeah, lifelong L.A. Rams fan. Of course. So, Joe, my surprise take, I have a take for you. I told you at the top of the show before we went on the air – that I had a take, right? Yep. But I didn't tell you what it was. And it's less of a take and more of a a question. Okay. Okay. I put a tweet out on Twitter about, "Mm, who recorded this Monday afternoon? It was sometime shortly before we got on the the line together. 
I said, if you could trade one player off of your team for future Hall of Famer and greatest of all time, Taysom Hill, straight up, who would it be? So you look at that Bills roster, Joe, you think real, real hard about it. Then I want you to tell me who of your beloved Bills you would most be willing to part with for Taysom Hill. Yeah, I just I just get nervous that the Saints would reject any offer, you know? I could dangle I could dangle Trey White or Terrell Edmonds or or Tremaine Edmonds, excuse me, Jerry Hughes, uh, Deion Dawkins. I just don't know if they go for it. He could he could play each one of their positions, by the way. I know. I know how good he is. Uh yeah. Um who would I trade? Who would I what's I think this is gonna turn into who would I most likely want to get off of the Bills roster? But they have to accept the trade. You can't give them like your third. You can't give them like your third. Like you couldn't give them like Calvin Benjamin or something like that. Like they would never do that. They might take that. No. Realistically, I I am the CPU here. Yeah. All right. I choose to move Star Latula in his five-year, fifty million dollar contract for Taysom Hill. Wow, big offload for Taysom Hill. Mm -hmm. Are you gonna play Taysom at nose? Well, and I don't look. Star Latula is a fine player. He's just. He's a $10 million run stuffer, and I just don't think that's worth it. So uh, that's my offer. So are you in agreement that taking nose tackles in the top 15 is a bad idea? I, I do. I do think that. I also think paying them $10 million a year. Now, the bill, fortunately for the Bills, they're not in cap trouble. They got $85 million in space next year. But I just feel like $10 mil to Star Latulay is just too much money. Somewhere Frankie's real mad at you. I just want you to know your brother Frank. Why? Because you just traded Star Latulale for Taysom Hill. Why do you, do you think that he and, likes and and you criticize the Bills for paying him money? I just know Frankie's a, a real loyal Bills fan. I don't know how he feels about uh, you criticizing his team like that. I think that he would say that I um I think he would agree to you with you that Star he would agree that Star Latulale is over overpaid. Okay, but he would also say that. Um, it's not, it doesn't make a big impact on the roster because of the state of it and the the salary cap situation and that there's other value that he brings to uh, the defense other than just stopping the run in terms of his presence and leadership and those types of things. Veteran presence, right? Yeah, I think it's it like matters a little bit. Joke, joke on the Twitter.com is talking about like veteran presence. I think it matters. It I think does. it does. It I don't know how to value it, but it, I mean, like, it, it you you can't just have you can't. What I'm trying to say, Kyle, is you can't just go into the season with Josh Allen and Nate Peterman as the only two quarterbacks on your roster. That's all. That's all I'm trying to say. You know, it would have been a good ad for their roster, yeah. the Draft Dudes podcast. They probably should hit subscribe. Would have helped them out a lot throughout the course of the first half of the season. So don't be the Bills, folks. Hit subscribe button. Follow along here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. Tomorrow on the show, Joe and I are going to be pitching bandwagon teams to one another for the second half of the 2018 season. And um, then we get the Super Show on Friday with our boys over at Locked On NFL Draft. John and Trevor of the Draft Network are going to be coming over and we're going to be debating something fun. So we got good stuff lined up for the rest of the week. Make sure you don't miss it. Kyle Krabs at Grinding the Tape on Twitter with Joe Marino at the Joe Marino on Twitter. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch up with you again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.